This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tony Basilio, welcome you to the Friday edition. I'm fired up, focused, and prepared. Because how many times, let me see that. How many times do we see this, uh, Yenzers? Bino, Jeff Henderson, how many times do you come into a weekend knowing that somebody's going to get their wig split and that Rick Barnes is going to do it? How many times does that happen? Bino, Jeff. Well, not a lot with a quality opponent. No. And they're going to get their wig split because this is revenge. Uh, we had a guy on yesterday from uh, TexasAgs.com talking about Barnes's days, and he covered Barnesy back at Texas. And I didn't realize Barnes had this hatred for A&M. Did you, Bino, all these years we were around him? I guess we never realized it because he never had a reason to kind of show it. But his, yeah, I, uh, I didn't know, Tony. I, it, I didn't realize that until this year. Isn't it fun? Yeah, it is fun. So I, in review, score A and M for any amount of time, and not work up a pretty good hatred for the other. In review, tennis, Tennessee went down there a couple weeks ago and lost a really contentious, ignorant game. There was um, a lot of things said from the A and M fans uh, toward uh, Tennessee. Um, there were skirmishes, there was almost an incident, there was um, people crossing the line with things that were said toward our team that our uh, that our support staff didn't like. I mean, there's a whole lot that went into Rick Barnes a couple days later going on vol calls and saying, hey, I told our team, if that guy gets on the floor, bump into him. <clears throat> now, my vote for the guy that's going to do that on our team is ZZ who has a whole lot of I don't I don't give an F to his nature. He had that skirmish earlier in the week that we talked about with uh, Eli Drinkafifth that happened. Which I think, you know, I'm kind of with John Adams the more I think about that, a sitting head coach over there at courtside sort of mixing it up with a team. I mean some people say, well, you know, what's a decorum? I mean, you know, I'm of the I'm of the the the, the deal that you know, as long as it's good natured and it's not personal. Like he told Zizi, you throw like your quarterback. <laughs> I mean, Bino, you have to admit that's pretty funny. As much as we uh get on Eli drink a fifth for being annoying, that is pretty funny. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not for it, Tony. I'm, I'm in the camp that a sitting head coach shouldn't be doing that kind of nonsense. I'm all for ZZ's response. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I, I dislike Drinkwitz so bad. I, I wish they would have run over him more than I hope they, uh, uh, they run over Buzz. But apparently, Tony, this is an epidemic at, in the, Red coaching faction of uh, SEC football because didn't Chris 
Woodruff tell us that Kirby Smart did the same thing down there at a tennis match? At tennis. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart was talking mad trash to Chris Woodruff. Uh, actually, he was staring at him and said something, and Woodruff said, you want some of this? Come on down. Come get you some. Now, Woody told us that on the show, and he was hee-haw laughing at it, and he said, why am I telling you this on the air? And I said, Chris, because people tell me things. It's just the nature of, of me. Like, I'll sit in an airplane next to somebody, and they'll pour their heart out to me. It's just uh, it's just my nature. I guess which makes me pretty good at what I do um, from that perspective or would have made me a great counselor, which there's a lot of counseling that goes into this. I don't think there's any counseling, though, that goes on with our fan base over the weekend because I think Tennessee, that line's going to come out at 10 and boom, 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 boom. And by the way, congratulations to Zen Alley. Yesterday, Zen Alley gave out a Mavs parlay. She gave out free money. Brian, I don't know if you know this, but that parlay she said to take last night in the NBA, that boosted parlay thing that Zen did, that thing hit, Brian. That 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 pick clicked. That's the pros versus the Joes right there. The pros versus the Joes. And one other thing, Bino, are you starting to feel it? When it comes to this team, because we're getting ready to get into our Jerry Green baseball schedule here, if we haven't already, with the Albany Patroons in town this weekend, and I love the baseball balls. Every time they play, I'm gonna take. Every time they take the field, I'm gonna watch. But man, these upper echelon SEC teams, these non-league schedules that they play in that sport, you talk about a rough watch, Bino. They all bring the little sisters of the poor in, all of them. I mean, it is like, what are we doing? At any rate, this today, uh, this was uh, this happened late yesterday. Million dollar Marco Bino, million dollar Marco, who's one of these uh, shark betters. Million dollar Marco bet two hundred thousand dollars on the Tennessee Volunteers to cut the nets down. Cut. The Nets down. $200,000 at 14 to 1 will win $3 million if the Vols get there. $200,000 to win $3 million. It must be nice. The Vols have uh, the seventh best odds right now to win it all. Bino, we are as poised in your lifetime as we've ever been at this point in the year i don't know if you can feel that i don't know if you can taste that i don't know if you understand that but we're getting ready to maybe win the sec championship and get a number one seed can you feel this well we're certainly in position tony um and i i i do believe that connect is the x factor that we haven't had on Barnes's previous really good teams. Um, and I, I, I think it's a field where it's hard to find someone uh, that you think is a super basketball team. I thought it was UConn. Yep. Uh, and then they get beat by almost 20 points at Creighton. I know Creighton's good, but uh, 
yeah, um, the the opportunity certainly there, Tony. Like John Adams yesterday asked Matt, me and Bry, who's the Final Four team this year? Who are you going to pick? You know, from the beginning of the tournament. And the answer is, I have no idea. Because I'm thinking Houston's going to cut them down this year. But Matt made a good point about them, which is they'll go seven-minute stretches without scoring. We're prone to do that, too, which is kind of odd. But we have a stopper now. We haven't had one in years past with these Barnes teams. The stopper now is, like you saw the other night, oh, we're down seven. Oh, Eli, drink a fifth courtside, having fun with our kids. Connect hits that little lean-in 18-and-a-half-footer from the wing, and the game changes. We haven't had that. No, he's, he's without question the X factor here. Now, I want you to take a uh, later on because uh, Orange Throat went at Nashville Lee today on the blog, and I chimed in as well. There's a school of thought in our fan base that Vesco – and Triple J don't need to don't need to contribute offensively. They just need to play hard defense. And that the listeners and and the concerned Tennessee Vol fans that get on those guys for basically disappearing on offense need to step 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 off. I'm going to get you later on. I want your thoughts on that. Mike Huguenin's going to okay. join on the other side. We're going to get into this playoff deal. And in particular, this 12-team format that's going to go to 16, the SEC and the Big Ten were floating 14. They want guaranteed spots. Some that cover the sport, like Andy Staples, people like that, on the national level are saying, why, what are we doing, and why don't the two leagues just break apart and form their own Super League? Because when you look at the next round of TV deals, and the commissioner of the Big 12 said this recently. Essentially, they're going to have dollars to our dimes when the time comes, which means that, the, that, that, that everything that happens in college football is going to happen in what they call the Big 10 that's got like 25 teams in it, and the Southeastern Conference, which is so far outside the Southeastern part of the United States now. It's a joke. But... That's where we're going. So we'll come back. We'll get into that. In the meantime, we're all waiting to see what's going to happen with this court case. Is it good? Is it bad that we've been we've been on the hook here for 10 days? Is it good? Is it bad? Here's what I was told, and I know nothing about this, but one of Tennessee's points when you're seeking an injunction is, is that you need the word right now. Because an injunction evokes uh, harm that is present, and the courts so far have just taken their sweet old time. Doesn't look like the greatest of signs in the world for their case. However, you don't know. Remember, the important thing is the language, the language, the language, the language. Speaking of language, and then we'll get we'll get a uh, Hughie in here. I'm going to ask Hughie about this. The NCAA yesterday issued some goofy edict about how you're not allowed to decorate, because this is really an important thing, you're not allowed to decorate hotel rooms anymore for players when they're coming in. I mean, I was really worried about that. And then 
Quit stocking the bar with snacks for them. No more snacks. You know, we, we do have we do have a problem uh, in our society with obesity. And Charlie Baker and his folks are they're tackling that. One one high level recruit at a time. No more snacks and, and no more decorated hotel rooms. Listen, I gotta tell you. That's going to make our society, and it's going to make college sports. It's going to bring it on the clearer view. Good for them. Good for them. on. That's what I say. Good for them on a Friday as we continue. Hughie after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, time out of mind as we spend some time today with the great Mike Hugan, and that's a great Steely Dan tune off the Gaucho record, by the way. Uh, Hugie, you had a little time out of mind, you were telling me, off the yeah, air here, brother. I'm thinking it's Saturday. And then about 30 minutes later, I realized, no, no, it's not. It's Friday. So um, that's a little bit disconcerting. So Happy Saturday to you, Hugie. Yes, exactly. Bino, you ever done that? I do that over the holidays. I always forget what day it is over the holidays, always. Tony, I've been retired eight years. The last six, I rarely know what day it is. Gah! So next level. Hughie, does um, does the NCAA know what time it is? No, I was... I, I don't... These guys are... You know, I know that in reality, Nero did not fiddle as Rome burned, but on a daily basis, it looks like the college football people in charge are fiddling as their sport burns. Because the thing yesterday about the early signing period, I'm thinking they're going to get rid of the one in December. No, because December's such a crowded month. And I, no, we're just going to move it earlier in December. So December's still a crowded month. And there's actually their floating proposal that maybe there'll be three signing periods. So it's some of the stuff they were about and the idea that. The 12-team playoff hasn't even started yet, and they're already talking about expanding it. Um, let's see how the 12-team thing works before we talk about moving it to 14 or 16. Um, it's just, 
it's incredible um, the idiocy, frankly, of, of the college football leaders. Um, and I, I think so. I think I saw a story from someone saying, "Well, this, this uh, you know, this was last week. College football needs a commissioner." Well, that commissioner wouldn't get anything done because the SEC and Big Ten control everything. So um, it's it's just it's hard to be a fan, and yet every fall Saturday we all will be in front of the TV or in the stands watching our team. It's the best thing going. Yeah. These guys can't ruin it. It's like me and Bino down through the years, huge baseball fans we are. The guy, people at Major League Baseball have tried for years and years and years and years and years to destroy their sport. It's never been bigger. Well, I don't know if it's never been bigger, but it's it, it's enjoying a resurgence here recently. You know, they made changes to their game obviously last year to make that happen, to make their game more palatable uh, with the modern fan. But the point is that these people that are over major college sports, and I'm talking about the presidents, the ads, the NCA, they don't deserve for their sport to be as popular as as it is. They just don't deserve it. No, I agree, and I think the league commissioners have a big role as well. And I think the difference is, you know, and, and Sankey and the guy in the Big Ten, I, I get it. If you, you know, the golden rule, the, he who has the gold makes the rules. But I think sometimes decisions are made with one, just one thing in mind. Can we make five cents more? And if we can, we're going to do it. And that's not the way to run anything, much less a, a sport, I don't think. Well, I mean, let's face the facts here. This thing you were talking about before with the um, uh, with the fact that we're we're back to getting into this whole thing about let's expand the playoff already. I mean, the SEC and the Big Ten or Big Twelve are pointing out Big Ten. I keep confusing the two because there's 15 teams in one and 12 in the other, and I don't know. At any rate, the two power leagues are agitating, let's go to 14. I mean, why? What are we, What are we? like you just said, what are we doing? Why? Money. And that's it. You know, it's like, well, the games might, might suck. So what? We'll make more money. Well, people might stop watching. So we'll still have money from a TV deal. Everything is about lining the pockets more. And, yes, I understand, you know, the free enterprise system, I get that. And, yes, you, you, as my sister said as a seven-year-old, you got to have money to live, and yeah, you do. But at some point, that cannot be the lone reason you do something. And to me, the idea about talking about playoff expansion before we've even had a playoff with 12 teams, the only reason you would do that is more money. Only. So let's see, what, let's see if this works. Maybe the games are going to be garbage. Who knows? But my assumption is a lot of folks won't care because we, we got more money. That's all we care about, and that's sad. So they're going to go. You and yeah, I it's both just know. It's a case of win. But let's, yeah. I would like to see more than two years of a 12-team playoff. But you're only going to see two years. I think that's a distinct possibility. Yeah. And you're hearing talk about, well, the SEC and Big Ten want four guaranteed teams. That's right, four guaranteed teams. So what's the purpose in playing the season Yeah. if I get four guaranteed teams? I mean, I'm just asking for a friend here. No, you're right. Before the season starts, you get four. Michigan, you get four, USC, and you get four. Penn State and Ohio State are the best teams in the Big Twelve, um, Big Ten. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just play. Those four teams are going to get in, 
it's it's just it's irritating, irksome, and depressing all at once. So irritating and irksome, basically the same thing. It's not very good use of my vocabulary, but it's it's all it is depressing because I think the the further along the road we get. Um, Everything coalesces into one thing. It's it's a one lane sport, and that one lane is a race to make even more money than we're already making. And so we can waste it on coaching contracts and facilities and all that kind of stuff. And oh, by the way, fans, you need to pony up for pony up. Uh, yeah, here's my favorite thing. Right, these these schools have never ever ever, ever, ever at any point in time made more money than they're making right now. But here locally, they are absolutely soaking yeah. the local fans with what they're asking from the from the rank-and-file fan out there in terms of the investment. Plus, in this day and age, you're going to pay my student-athletes while right, I'm putting all this money in my pocket. It's ridiculous. Pay for the ticket. Some places are making you pay for a PSL, personal seat license. Um, go ahead and continue to pony up to the athletic department for, so we can make better facilities. And, oh, yeah, now we got to worry about NIL as well. So the, all that's coming from you. And if you and if you don't pony up for NIL, well, you know something, the product on the field is not going to be as good as it could be, and that's on you. That's on you as a fan. And you're, what, what's going on here? So uh, it's, it is. It's, it's depressing. In, in some respects, to be a college football fan these days. Again, the sport on Friday, on Friday oh, and Saturdays in the fall, and even Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in the fall. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing better. But all the accoutrements now. Um, it, you know, it never was as simple as it was made out to be, but now it's more complex than it needs to be, and that's because the leaders have been bad. And I've said for a couple years now, the NCA being so reactive instead of proactive is why we're in this situation. The great Mike Hugan and joining us on the on the uh, show of record as we break it down scientifically and talk about this, what the NCA did. Yesterday they issued an edict too about how you can't decorate hotel rooms anymore and no more snacks. No more. I mean, I'm going to tell you something, Hugie. These people are on the cutting edge. I mean, they've got some real issues. You're, you're, again, you're fiddling while Rome burns, man. I, I mean, the idea that, well, you know, we need to make sure that when a player walks into a hotel room, there's not a welcome package for him. Oh, my God. Who who sits around thinking about this stuff? That's what I want to know. So, and if, uh, and, you know, and, and if Sankey and all his coaches are complaining about the, the state of the sport, why doesn't Sankey and the Big and the Big Ten guy, I don't even know his Petiti, get up and say, we've talked to our coaches, not all the coaches, but we've talked to our coaches, and here's the stuff they're worried about, and this is the stuff we're going to be worried about. We're not going to be worried about giving a welcome package to a recruit when he walks into a hotel room. We're going to worry about the month of December. We're going to get rid of the early signing period. We're going to make it super early in August. Um, you know, we're going to try to streamline the the transfer portal process, and we're we're going to worry about expanding the playoff after we get some of these things fixed. Instead, they're adding more and more problems and not fixing anything. Great, Mike Higgin, and joining 
Well, I'm just trying to figure, I mean, the more I see these people, and then here locally, you know, we've got this Tennessee court case to contend with with the state of Virginia, and we're watching that. But in the meanwhile, the NCA is trying to act like, you know what, we still have some teeth over here. You're, you're not going to decorate a, and, 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 you know, maybe, maybe, Hughie, maybe they read, you know, this thing with the snacks. Maybe they're worried about the obesity problem <laughs> among these D1 athletes. You know, you, you, you think it through. I mean, what, here, here's my thing, right? I thought this Baker guy was going to provide some leadership, and I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry, yeah, I think he's but that's. Trying. I think, though. What is he doing? I, I, I don't know. I, I think he has his heart and mind in the right place. I think, though, that he has come into a bloated organization that has too many moving parts and are doing things willy-nilly in a way. Uh, you know, I can't believe that someone said, "Hey, uh, President Baker, here's what we're going. Here's our release today. Uh, here's what we're going to be talking about today in our release regarding uh, recruiting visits." Uh, I don't know. I guess he can't because it's a member organization. But you would think he would say, "Who cares? Get out of here with that garbage. Let's talk about important stuff." And I, I'm not sure he's able. I've seen some of the public pronouncements he's made. Um, he, I agree with him about if a, if a player wants to transfer, fine. That, that's hold them to the same standard as a typical student, and that's something I've been saying for a decade. Um, it's it, it's I, I I think it's like working for a gigantic corporation or a government entity. The feelings of inertia, you know, we've always done it this way, or this group's doing this. Don't worry about that. You're not part of this group, so don't don't weigh in. And everybody has worked in a place like that, and that group comes out with something. And everybody else looks at it, looks around, and goes, "These people are crazy. Who cares?" And I think that's a lot of the stuff that happens in the NCA. And you know, Mike, they take it another step and uh, talking about expansion of the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh. And I these I look at these bracket projections. And I look at the last four out, the next four out, and I'm thinking, you want those teams in the tournament now, too? Yeah, because they want more money. The TV deal would be bigger, presumably, and more money to the power conferences. Because that that's, you know, the, the net ranking, and even back when the days when they used the RPI, the, the power conference schools were the ones that were ranked higher. So if your net is 50, if you've, if you've got four schools whose net is high 50s and low 60s, but they're not getting in, well, they're going to get in in an expanded field, and the vast, vast, vast majority of those teams are going to be Power 5 teams or Power 4 teams or whatever. You know, power 5 in basketball because I'm counting the Big East. But it, it, you're right. I mean, it, it, I guess my reaction to expanding the NCAA tournament field, I, I think 68 is, frankly, four too many. But that's fine. But if you finish ninth in your league, you do not deserve a chance to play for the national title. I don't think. But that's what it's going to be. And again, it's all about uh, more money. They're talking about getting away from auto bids for some of the lesser leagues. Because again, I think it's the power schools going, why are we giving money to the Monmouths of the world? They add nothing. Well, the, 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 the one thing the NCAA has going for it in the sports other than football, you know, the, the sports like baseball, softball, and basketball, 
you you give the little guy a chance, and I think that's that's sort of a cool thing. Are they going to win? Not usually, but hey, ask Purdue last year about losing to a 16 seed. So um, again, it's college administrators. This, this, the sports are thriving despite these people. They're, they're inept. And that's one thing I said on your show many times before also. When I first started in this business in the mid-'80s, I'm thinking college athletics is run by academicians, and academicians, for the most part, are pretty darn smart. Well, over the years I realized, you know something? Yes, there are a lot of smart academicians, but none of them are in athletics. What? Mike, if I, thought, if I thought they were expanding the field to include teams in the one-bid leagues that deserve to be in the tournament, that get beat in their tournament, and all of a sudden they're out, if if they were going to give it to those teams, uh, I would actually be for it. But I know what they're going to do. They're going to give those spots to the Texas A&Ms and the Ole Misses of the world that have zero business being in the tournament. Exactly, and look look at what the NCAA has already done. The NCAA runs the NIT, and and in the past, I think decade, if you were a from a one bid league and you lost in your conference tournament, at least you were assured of an NIT bid. Well, that's gone too. That this is this will be the first NIT without that rule. So, in other words, if you're Chattanooga and you win the SoCon regular season, but then are upset in the conference tournament, well, at least I could go to the NIT. Oh, nope, can't go to the NIT now either because we're going to put another team in from a power league that might be under 500 overall. Are you kidding? No, the NIT has done away. Because they're moving college. it to Vegas, right? Isn't, that, isn't this the year they're moving it to Vegas, or am I yes. imagining that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So there, if, if you lose, if you're a one-bid league team, you're no longer guaranteed a spot in the NCAA tournament. Now, they may, I mean, in the NIT, they may give one or two of those, but, you know, let's use a smaller league as an example, the Big South. If you're the Big South regular season champ and you lose in your tournament the last 10 years, you were guaranteed a spot in NIT. No, those that, those days are gone. Wow. It's pitiful. Again, it's all a money grab. That's all it's, I mean, and plus, who cares about the NIT? But it's again, it's it's the Cinderella aspect. There's it's like you know, there's a fire on the ground and you're stamping it out with your boots, man. Any kind of money that goes to the lesser teams, well, the big guys are running around stamping that stuff out. Bino, could you imagine sitting there in a room and saying, you know what we need to do? Is we need to get the Cinderellas out of this thing? Yeah, exactly. It's it's beyond belief. I mean, Bino, Bino, think about. I want you, Bean Star, to think about that for a second. St. Peter's beating Kentucky two years ago. All these great upsets we've seen. Uh, that George Mason team getting to the final, the final four. We need to quit this. We need to stop this, man. Too many people are watching, Bino. Yeah, that. Uh, I worked for the government for years, and they they. That sounds like they've taken over the NCAA tournament. And it's the same sort of people. No offense to them. But as Hughie says, and here's the thing we know about your federal government and your NCAA. They're not going to do things for right reasons. They're 
always going to lean on money, yeah. money, and more money. That's all they care about. Well, plus the, we talked about the idea that the NCAA has gone to Congress and said, "Help us with NIL." Oh. Why, why would you? Why would you want these people help trying to help you? Because they, they, they're, they're most of them are incompetent. Well, Hughie, this weekend there's some great hardwood action. It's going to be unbelievable, Andy. I would like your opinion on Alabama with a suspended forward who uh, went full rogue the other night, which I'm in oh, favor yeah, that, of. That's the third time he's gone full he's rogue. He's nuts. He's nuts. I think, I nuts. think you know, some players are known as dirty players. Yes. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume that that kid's a dirty player. Oh, he was he – was ha- ML Carr from back in the day wants his gig back. I mean, that guy was in full hatchet man mode the other day. All right, so Alabama visits Kentucky tomorrow. A game that's got a lot of significance to Tennessee if the Vols want to cut the nets down. And ultimately, a number one seed's alive for the Vols right now. If they can claim some of that hardwood in the SEC, it would really help their case. What do you think happens tomorrow up there? I think Kentucky wins because I think they're in desperation mode. Um they had LSU beat, and then they lost on literally the last second. Um, and they went; they reverted to form when it comes to playing defense. Um, this game, I think, will be in the high 80s, if not the 90s. I don't know if either team's going to stop the other one. Um, I think the home crowd at Rupp will help Kentucky immensely. Uh, plus, I think they are in desperation mode. I, I think they. I think Kentucky gets the win. And you're right. The fact that Arizona lost at home last night to Washington State, I think there is a number one seed out there for somebody. Yeah, the Arizona, and that's a huge piece I should have mentioned earlier. That is a huge piece for the Vols. Uh, Of course, they were fifth or sixth, depending on where you look right now, coming into today. These uh, bracketology people keep moving them around. Um, The other night, I'm going to tell you something. This Florida bunch, Hughie, this guy's done a really nice job. He's got them playing better ball than Mike White ever did already. Yeah, Todd Golden's a better coach than Mike White. Um, and the, the one aspect, they, don't, they only have one physical big guy. Um, part of the problem is they brought in a Yale graduate transfer, E.J. Jarvis, who was 6'8", 240. But before the season, he decided, I'm not playing basketball anymore. I have uh, some mental health issues I need to get cleared up. So... That would have been a 6'8", 240-pounder, throwing weight around. The, the two freshman big guys are talented, but they're freshmen and they're not exactly physical. The guards are really good. They play a lot freer than they did under Mike White. They, they are a much better team than they were under Mike White. And then Georgia's getting the full Mike White ex- experience now. The idea that Georgia paid a buyout to Florida so they could take Mike White, um, that's pretty eye-opening. I'm for it, not again. It. What else is on your radar on the way out on this Friday, Hughie? What else is on your uh, on your dial today? Um, what you mean t- tonight? It's anything. What else is on your alleged mind? Oh, uh, okay. Let's see. Let me look up. I, I, I got a schedule right here. Oh, uh, the outside of Kentucky, Alabama, Houston, Baylor, tomorrow at noon. Ph- phenomenal game. Houston. You know, you watch Houston play, and you're like. These guys play defense the minute they get off the bus and all that kind of stuff. Baylor's a little bit more free flowing, a little bit not not nearly as physical. But this game is 
is to me incredibly. There's a ton of storylines. I think Houston's going to win the Big 12, and if you win the Big 12 regular season, you deserve a number one seat. Um, I still am not 100 percent convinced that Baylor, that sorry, Houston's offense is good enough to win it all. Um, you know, do I think that Houston would shut down Purdue's offense? Oh my God, the, the Purdue guards would be left in a fetal position crying. The Purdue guards by Houston's defense, but I, I'm not sure. I think there are some stretches of games where you don't have to cover Houston's offensive players and they wouldn't make a shot. So I'm interested in seeing what happens when they play in Waco. Plus, you know, Baylor's got that new arena. It seats 7,400. And to me, that's a a, a fantastic idea. So next level. Let's make this a big deal. Let's make sure the atmosphere is raucous for every game. And if you don't get a ticket, eh, buy season tickets next year. So the idea of going smaller is, is a, that, that to me seems like a smart thing to do with some of these uh, college arenas and stadiums. But I, I think Kentucky, Alabama, and Baylor, Houston are, are the two best games. Um, yeah, I think the boys are going to be phenomenal for for different reasons. My brother was fired. He's a Penn State fan. My brother Richard. He was fired up the other night because uh, Illinois oh Il- Illinois went up there to old Rec Hall and got beat and lost a double-digit lead in the last three and a half minutes. And that place was reeling and rocking and rolling till the break of dawn. And he said the atmosphere in there compared to these sterile, uh, big, huge arenas we have now, yeah, give me 9,000 any day of the week over 20 in a college arena, any day of the week. Illinois, I think, led by seven with 28 seconds left and lost. That's hard to do, even if you try. Yep. So, but no, it's it's. I was watching some on the Big Ten Network yesterday, and they were talking about Purdue might, uh, Purdue, Penn State might play weekend games at Bryce Jordan, week night games at Rec Hall because it's easier to fill it up, and they're going to try to continue to play at least one game every year in the Palestra. Cool, I love that. That's exactly. a great idea. A lot of Penn State fans yep. in Philly, and it's. It's hard to get to State College, even in 2024, if you're in Philadelphia. You know, you know, I don't want to drive on a Tuesday night or something. Yep. Um, so let's have a game in the Palestra for our for the fans in Philly. My and son went to Penn. Up, you know, my, Arena. A, a, yeah. Hugh, Hugh, my son went to Penn. Just graduated last year, but one of the cool things he saw was when one of the regionals was in Philly. He popped in there one day, and UCLA was in there practicing in that gym. Oh. And he got to watch UCLA practice. It was the year they went to the Final Four. Uh, he got to watch them work out and said it was uh, in that old palestra, those UCLA colors and the old palestra. Very cool. One final thing for you on the way out. You need to get on board. The Rick Barnes Express is going to Phoenix. And by the time the Rick Barnes Express gets to Phoenix, we're all going to be rising. Million Dollar Marco has bet. You ready for this? $200,000 at 14 to 1 for the Vols to win the whole thing. He will pocket $3 million on a $200,000 wager. Do you join Million Dollar Marcos in believing that the Vols with Dalton Connect have what it takes? Not to win at all, no. Come on, Hughie. I'm thinking about $200,000, what I could do with $200,000. Man. Um, I think Tennessee is going to win the regular season title, and they're going to go to the Final Four. Shot in a number one seat. Say it, Hughie. They're going to Arizona's losses. 
they're going yeah. to the Final Four. If Rick Barnes gets a number one seed, it's a one-to-one proposition in his oh, career. He's had it once, and he's gotten to the Final That's Four. That's right. Exactly. It will happen again. He's due, and Tennessee's never been. Tennessee has won Elite Eight, which is disgusting for the amount of games we've won here in the 20-whatever uh, century this is. You well, don't know what the, day it is? The, I don't know what century it is. Even before the century. I mean, even before the turn of this, the King, Bernie, and Ernie days, man. Exactly. Mears didn't even win a uh, didn't even win a, uh, a game with those guys in the postseason. That seems impossible. Oh, I didn't know that. Hold yes, on. that we've had an impossible uh, NCA. We're the Chicago Cubs of the NCA tourney. <laughs> it's incredible, Hughie. Much love to you. Thank All you, right, brother. Talk to you next week, man. Thanks. Enjoy your Saturday. Just thinking me cracking on him being at the end. The guy thinks it's Saturday. Thanks for those uh, early NCAA tournament memories, Tom. Well, you, well, I'll never forget when I was a youngster and I, back in my old, uh, before the YouTube, back in my old uh, VHS and DVD trading days, I called Bino and I said, man, I've acquired some Ernie and Bernie show stuff. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah, man, I got that game with Syracuse. And you go, huh? Yeah, man, I got that. You go. We lost that game. I go, yeah, but it's still the Ernie and Bernie show. And you go, dude, I sat through that thing once. I'm not going to sit there and watch that thing again. What are you, an idiot? You screamed at me, Bino, on the phone. Still the most painful basketball game that I've ever witnessed. You you were going to put it on, on a, a bus trip. Oh, and I told you I was going to throw you out the window. <laughs> That's exactly right. Later, I tried to put it on on our bus trip on one of our Pearl Patrols. And Bino said, you were putting that on up there. Are you kidding me? You can step, 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 step off. All right, Bino, let's talk. Let's get into this. Uh, let's get into this raging debate because Arizona loses last night. The Vols are in that deal. North Carolina and Virginia play this weekend. A brawl for it all. America will be watching. Uh, Beanstar, Jeff Henderson, what say you about this raging debate in Rocky Top where Orange Throat felt the need today over at tclub.team to take on Nashville Lee and the others that just think that uh, Vesco and Triple J can be designated defensive players and that's going to be good enough going forward. Where are you, Bino, on that? Tony, I am smack dab in the middle between Matt Dixon, who Matt said that we need 20 points combined between Triple J and Vesco and Tennessee Lee, who basically said what's going on now is fine. I, I kind of throw Triple J out of the equation because he's always been a come-and-go guy. Uh, I, I think with Connect and and ZZ playing at the level they're playing and Adu being a more consistent scorer than we've ever seen him here, uh, I, what I think we need is eight to ten points a night out of Vesco, and then let let's get let's get the supportive points uh, from the group that's left: Triple J, Awaka, Mayshack, Ganey. Um, don't, uh, I, but I do think that we need we need Vesco to step up and be close to a double digit score each night. Brian, what do we? How many games do we have left till the NCAA tournament? Brian, talk to me here. What's the number? We have we what, five regular seasons. Six. Okay, so five we, regular season and one tournament game. Maybe as many as eight. So let's say let's say we have 
let's say we have, if we get to the semifinals, so win a game down in Nashville, that's seven, seven games between now and then? Yes. Do we get Vesco on track between now and then, or is he just going to be off track all year? I just want to see Vesco and Triple J get three to four field goals a game. Maybe get to the line a few times, and that should put them close to double figures. Bino, is he ever going to join the party? Is Vesco ever going to join the party? Well, you know, Tony, the interesting thing was uh, just one game ago he did. And then he he went back again. Now, Triple J disappearing against uh, uh, the other night was more of what we played in the second half, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. We went two big men, and basically he was out of the game most of the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't excuse Vescovy disappearing there. He he's got to look for his shot more. I, I had hoped that the Vanderbilt game was kind of his coming out uh, as far as, as being a, a supportive scorer, but uh, it, it just didn't last. didn't happen at Missouri. 865-200-5402 if you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us. And the Ganey thing, I think the Ganey thing is easy, Tony. If Ganey hits his first shot, you, you give him minutes. You know, they play first shot. Get him out of there. You know, they played him 25 minutes the other night, and he got shoved around. Why? Yeah. Why is he playing so much? I, I, you could I, describe. Go ahead, Bry. Uh, you you could describe Triple J and Vesco the same way. If they make their first shot, they're going to give you three or four more. If they miss their first shot, forget about it. Bino, Ganey. The other night, he is getting shoved around. He's doing nothing on offense. Was he a pictures on somebody? They turned Meshack into a four. To t- they've totally displaced him and taken him out of position to play this guy. I mean, am I missing? And I'm not knocking the kid. But you know what they used to say to me when I worked uh, with my family? And they would put me on the, uh, and they would say it to me like they were going to whip me, beat me up. They would say, you're related. You're related. You're related. That's why you're here. You're related. You're related. You can't even pick up a block. You're related. I mean, well, what would you think if you were on that team and you saw that kid play 25 minutes a night, Bino? What would you think? See, I, I, I think this goes I think this goes right back to Vescovy. I think if Vescovy is scoring the way he's supposed to, Ganey doesn't get those minutes. They're looking for that contributing score that Vescovy's refusing to be. And Ganey has given him that a few times. Mm-mm-mm. He's just a guy that if he misses his first one, he's not going to give you anything. And he and he's he's not, you know, he's he's not an asset on the defensive side for sure. So uh, but I, I think he's a pretty easy read. I, I think Meshack needs more minutes. I mean, my uh, gosh. Than than he's getting. He he plays barely and this other guy plays 25 minutes, and he's a total defensive liability. I mean, the other night, that Missouri team who sucks, they were taking that poor Ganey kid who's so little, and they were just shoving him under the goal. They were just scoring, just, and he was constantly under the goal at the end of these plays. I mean, I'm not picking on the kid, but that's what they would say to me. They would go, why are you here? You're related. 
That can't be fun for him. I mean, he's getting shoved around out there for 25 minutes. You know his teammates are looking at him going, you're playing because you're related. You know they are, right? I mean, they're not saying it to him, but you know that's what people are thinking. I refuse to even. I, I played high school baseball for my uncle. I'll, I'll never. Say? I'll never even mention that. It's not fun, is it, Bino? I'll, I'll never even mention Say? That. It's not because the truth is, like, when I work at my family business, I just know how hard that is, mixing business with pleasure. And, you know, that's like uh, Buddy Bayheim, Bry. Buddy Bayheim and then the other little Bayheim. That was the end of Bayheim when he had his two kids there. Well, it's remember Bruce Pearl's last season at Tennessee. Ah. He made sure he was going to play ah. Steve nothing about 20 uh, tonight or whatever it was. Ah, uh, over Jerron Maiman, who could play. Maiman and Jordan Yes. And you talk. You talk. to be developed for. Yep. And you talk but to the guys on that team. Be here, so. Yep. And you yep. talk to the guys on that team, and they all laugh about it. They all laugh about it. And, and the announcers back then would all talk in the, in the, uh, in the tropes. Of the announcers, which is this guy's a glue guy, which is code for that's a white kid that can't play, that runs around like a chicken with his head cut off, but he's a glue guy. A glue guy. Come on, man. A glue guy means you can't play. Let's go to the phones. And the Ganey guy's playing 25 minutes. It's, I'll tell you this you put him on a floor against a good team in March for 25 minutes and he's not scoring, you're not going to live to tell about it. And I'm not turning him into some kind of like uh, whatever I'm turning him into here, like it seems like, but we're just having an honest conversation. I just don't think that works long term. They're not when he deserves 20 minutes. Sure. That's when he does not. The other night, did he deserve to be out there being out 20 minutes the other night, in your humble opinion? No, no. 25 he played, let alone 20. Which night is which? Yeah, he's getting huge, huge minutes. People say, "Well, what about Zizi there?" And he was—you can't pull Zizi off the floor. Zizi's always going to do things like he did in the second half, where he hit that big three ball for you. He's always going to justify, even on a night where he's having a horrendous night. He hit a couple huge shots for you late, made a couple great plays. Let's go to the phones. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. To the living listener, I'm going to keep it legal, live, and large. Living legal and large because we are the ones in charge on this Friday. And out of the phones we go because this is what you've been waiting for. The moment you've all been waiting for. Hello and welcome into our first call on a Friday. Bino and Briar here. Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. Be a late night for us. Uh, it'll open at 10. Tennessee will rip them limb from limb tomorrow. That will be a cover job. Ali Zen called a shot yesterday. I'm calling a shot uh, tomorrow. Tennessee will rip them limb from limb tomorrow. Grudge match in the in the Omni. Dusty Rhodes, hello and welcome in. Hello, Tony. It's the Poli one. Poli, welcome in. How are you guys doing? Always Dino, good to hear your Brian? voice, Poli. Hope you've had a great week, brother. Been working, but I w- before I get going, I I think me and I think Dino and I need to uh, come together for the Tony Basilio fan family and somehow 
reunite Basilio and Titansville because we need him. Bino, have you had that thought this week as Titansville, my last encounter was with him, was him snapping on me, calling me a sheep, uh, comparing me to Mike Keith, referring to me as a no-good sheep, and me cutting him off. Uh, I miss Titansville. Uh, I, I want him to uh, return to the fray, and I believe that he will. And if, if I need to be uh, the one to put out the uh, olive branch, I can do that. Mm, okay. Thank you, Bino. How about you, Paulie? Are you a little worried about a basilio list? <clears throat> A Basilio show less uh, minus uh, Titans I mean, belly. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but right. of all the brilliant takes Titans Bill has had, yes, and then you factor his horrible takes. I think that his percentage might be a little higher than the leader of the show. I mean, I remember when Brady was doomed, and then he won two more Super Bowls. Bino, do you like this man coming on here today and getting in my face with some of my bad takes? Uh, I'm angered by it, Tony. Bino, how, but how about how about Bino? Bino kicked dirt. Bino kicked dirt on Nick Saban, who went on and won like six more national championships. Guys, I, I'm not taking. I'm not killing you guys because I had a advertising promo on Pruitt. I mean, come on. Well, and you also are on the wrong side of the Barnes issue. Really? So we can no, all be wrong. We me... can all be wrong, right? We can all be wrong, that, right? That will bring me to my last question to you and Bino. Right. Brilliant minds. Who, if I if I give you two coaches, college basketball coaches, mm-hmm. who would you compare? I'm even going to call him by his name mm-hmm. to Barnes. And then you guys give me your two, and I'll give you my two. I don't understand. What's the question? You did. You named two coaches that, in their college career, in college basketball coaches, that are comparable to Barnes in your mind. I can't think of anybody. Who are your two? I say John I, I Chaney. Got one. Go ahead, Brian. John Chaney's a good one. Go ahead, uh, Brian. Uh, Gene Katie. Okay. How about you, Bino? Anybody come to mind for Barnsey? Brian took mine. Okay. That's a great one, by the way. I didn't even think of that one, but that's that's perfect to mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. I say John Cheney mm-hmm. and Mike Bray. Uh, you, you've drawn blood with me today, buddy, because I've never been more heartbroken than the times Temple got beat in the Elite Eight, the time they lost in 87. Can you imagine, Tony? Can you imagine John Cheney uh, number one team at in America. Clemson, Tennessee, and Texas, you know, the powerhouse schools they are? Yep. How many Final Fours would he have? Well, when he did what he did at Temple after coming from Cheney State, which is a historically black college where he won a national championship, and people laughed when Temple hired him. And he took that school uh, right there in northwest Philadelphia. And he and they are in a crazy neighborhood. And he rose that thing to the level that we just can't comprehend. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? My last pick, guys. We 
I'm, I'm rooting hard. Tony, you remember when we beat Gonzaga and we were at corner 16 the first day I met you? You picked me up and threw me up against the pipe. You hit me. You How threw me. How excited I was. You threw me up in the air, and I banged my head up on their pipe, which is a good 18 feet off the ground. Have you ever seen anyone more excited in a meaningless regular season game? That was no, you were, a total, you were in total Sheepville back then, no question. Yes. What happened to you? That, I'll tell you what happened. Listen, go back in your archives. It was that Purdue game, man. That's when he lost me. <sighs> well, he needs to get you back. It's not because... What happened? What that during the game? That's not when he lost me. When he lost me is then he went on the press conference and said, "Yes, Lamonte Turner, that was a foul." That's when he lost me. Now, now, real quick, and then I'll hang up. I don't understand. Everyone compares him to Coach K and Wooden around here. No, that guys, this is his ninth year, and he's been to two. Sweet 16s in eight years. Nobody compares. Two out of eight. One Elite Eight. Kazo Martin went to one Elite Eight. No, he went to a Sweet 16. half the time he's been here. He went to a Sweet 16. Kazo Martin went to a Sweet 16. But it was three tournament wins because they won that playing game. If you want to count that as a tournament win. I mean, the only thing that scares me is, you know, how he's on the official you know, mainstay that he, yeah. you know, he's on the head of the crew of the officials. And the next thing, you know, I hear they want to expand the NCAA tournament, 24 more teams. Yep. The only thing that worries me is because I'm sure in his contract, if he wins two games in the tournament, he gets Why are you games. guys so obsessed with this guy? Why are you worried about his con? Who cares how much money he makes? You're not paying it. Show me results, Tony. I thought you if were going to say. I thought you were going to say. If, I thought you were going to say if he if they extend his contract, he could lose in the round of ninety six. <laughs> I thought you were going to show me that you're thinking. <laughs> his postseason record is like me and me and Dino's college football picks. That's a great line, and you're. I love your self awareness because you couldn't pick a family member. Out of a room full of Japanese people. No offense to you. I'm still trying to figure out who's comparing Barnes to Coach K. Thank you. Wood. What is this guy? What planet are you living on, Chief? I've never met anybody that compared him to Coach K. I mean, come on, man. He doesn't even do that. What, are you kidding me? But, you know, those numbers we went through yesterday about UConn. And how they basically have been to this, been to the same number of Sweet 16s as we have. Only they win every time they get there, and we lose just about every time we get there. How crazy is that? Yeah, it's just bizarre. It never ends, does it? The hits just never, never um, when it comes to that tournament, never quit I'm coming. Going, going back to yes, Rick Barnes. I think he lost a lot of people after that heartbreak with Purdue by. Saying that if UCLA had played his had paid his buyout, he'd been, he'd have been gone, and flirting with UCLA, I think that rubbed a lot of folks the wrong way after after that and after what happened at the end of the Purdue game. We'll come back on the other side. Yeah, he. I think he probably thought in his mind because I think he initiated that thing with Purdue back in the day. I think he probably thought in his mind, you know what? That's my best team. I'm gonna get out of here. 
Little did he know that he was going to do one of the great jobs in college basketball for the next five years, and he deserves to go. He deserves to go Final Four. All lines are jammed as they will stay throughout. The clarion call has been put out for Titans Bill by our previous caller. Sometimes I wonder. I mean, the guy's got scrambled eggs. for. We got Hughie thinks it's Saturday. Polly Joe thinks people are comparing our coach to Coach K. Meanwhile, you talk about getting your skitting your A&M's going to get their wig split tomorrow. I'm calling that shot right now, Mark Henry, as we continue with more on the other side after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. 
I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Fantastic Estate Sale in Columbia, home of the late Robert McKay, whose father founded this great radio station. Home features many fantastic furnishings, ephemera, antique firearms, too many great things. Come see for yourself. Friday through Sunday, Deerfield Drive in the Sunnyside Subdivision. Follow the above and beyond signs. Call 615-585-5299. Ask for Christy for more information. Doors open Friday 9 to 4 p.m. Saturdays 9 to 2. See you there. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at Foodland in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm speaking with Bobby Howell, your hometown grocer. Foodland has got a new circular out. It's got specials that will run through next Tuesday, February 27th. Bobby, what's happening at Foodland this week? We got ground chuck, $3.99 a pound. Eight-pound bag of jumbo russet potatoes, $3.99 each. Domino sugar, four-pound bag, two for seven. Coca-Cola half liter six packs, two for nine. And then next Tuesday on February 27th, we have a $2 sale day, which Guantley Bologna is $2. Hot Pockets are $2. Five pound russet potatoes are $2 a bag. Wow, that's amazing. And so those $2 specials are next Tuesday, February 27th. One day only. One day only. Okay, I got it. All right, folks. And remember, for guys who grill, Foodland has got the best meat department in Murray County. I guarantee it. Bobby, have a great week. Thank you. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you. As we're back on a fabulous Friday, man, what a great day to be alive and well. Hope you're going to have a wonderful, safe weekend. Please be safe. We want you around. I'll be playing music tonight. Live at uh, down at uh, Boyd Shig and Reel, if you're out and about in the old city, 9 o'clock tonight. Last time we were down there, Tony Valls came out and sung a song with us, Bean Star. Tony came down and brought me something, and um, he, uh, he said, hey, look, when I get in there, don't introduce me. Don't, don't, do, don't do any of that stuff. He got right near that stage, and I go, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Balls! And all the women in that place got like, I mean, they got up on the edge of their seat. And I don't blame them. 
Hey, Tony, before we go back to the phones, at the end of the last segment, you unwittingly came up with the Rick Barnes motto that will unite the Tony Basilio family. Which is? You just say, Rick Barnes deserves to go. And you let everybody just define what go means in their own mind. That ain't cool, B now. Well, you're not a all. You know, I've never seen a guy win the way this guy wins that has a divided fan base on him. And maybe Bry's right. Maybe some of it comes back to what he did back in the day with the UCLA thing. Maybe there's a faction of people that never forgave that. But, man, he has been flat out, straight up, absolutely incredible. A model of consistency on that campus. A model of consistency. I, I don't. I don't think there's any question that uh, Brian's right. I, I think the innocence uh, of Rick Barnes' program was lost that to certain people at that time. Um, and uh, again, I, I know how frustrating this NCAA tournament stuff is. I've lived it my entire life, um, but I it, and. You can want whoever you want to be your basketball coach. Uh, my my warning has always been: it's 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 easy to replace a guy that doesn't make the tournament. It's extremely difficult to replace a guy because he doesn't make the elite eight. Bino, you were talking about the the bottom of the the barrel in the college basketball, like these teams that aren't going to get in or floundering. A and M, yeah. Ole Miss, those type teams. Yeah, that used to be us. People, people don't understand how we used to sit around, and I used to badger Jerry Palm. Put us in, Jerry. Put us in, Jerry. Come on, Jerry. And Rick Barnes, I mean, under him, you make the tournament in Jan. You're already in the tournament in January under him. He makes it look so easy. Yeah. I wonder if he wins too much, that it's almost numbing for people. I also think that many in the fan base are afraid to really buy in because they don't want to get let down again. Yes, I do think it's that. There's this, well, let's let's just see it first, and then I'll yep. get excited about it. I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up and then have them crushed by an 11 seed who has zero business beating us. I see the exact same thing with him that I see with my 76ers. Now, not this year because Joel Embiid's hurt, but the point is get to talk to me when you get to the playoffs. And you know what? Look, I'm not going to have to think. I'm just not. I, I'm done with that kind of thing. But I hate that if that's you because you're missing something here. This team is so fun. Night in and night out. Now, the other night was a little maddening. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The other night was a little maddening, but so fun. College basketball is maddening. That's crazy. Yes. It's, uh, you know, my, my, I said this before, Tony. Maybe my expectations are too low. Mm -hmm. uh, but you give me a coach here mm -hmm. who makes the tournament regularly, and I'll, I, he's my guy. Unless he's a Jerry Green and you know he's not doing his job. Mm. Rick Barnes is doing his job. To the he front, may be doing yeah. his job too much. 
That's a good point. He might be a guy who needs to let go a little bit at the end of the year. And I hope we're not doing in six more weeks another autopsy with him. Yeah. That would really be heartbreaking with this team if they go out early. That would really, really break my heart. Because I really, really do think these guys are going through. I, I, I'm with, uh, what's what's the uh, what's the gambler's name be now? Guy's got a great name. Uh, million. Million dollar something. Million dollar Marco. Mar- Marco something. Million dollar Marco Garza. Where is he Garza. from, by the way? Is, is he, does he have any, where does he live? Where's he out of? Uh, he's a New York City-based kid, I think. Better. Hundred dollar Bano still really scared. Hundred Hundred Dollar Bino. Let's go back to the phones and we'll get our next call in on your Friday edition. We'll get as many calls in as humanly possible. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hey, welcome in. Hey Bino, I'm listening today, even though Tony was adamant, you know, yesterday about listen anyway, Bino will be on. His usual Friday. Yeah, he just kept saying it over and over. He was just drilling it in. Like, oh, stop it. Yeah, he doesn't know Monday and Friday are his highest rated shows. Why Why would you come on here and try to divide us, man? Monday and Friday and when you're on vacation, Tony, are your highest rated shows. Well, we have, so, a, we have a chance for that next week when I'm in Clearwater yeah, so and Bino's in here hosting. The highest rated week of the year. Yeah, we have a we have a real opportunity for that next week when I'm down in Clearwater. Yeah, is is Laura going? Uh, no, she's holding down oh, the fort boy. here. Without her, she's. I'm going with my brother and my boy. No, oh, that'll be nice. It's a guy's trip. Did Laura say stay as long as you want? She like after. I'm telling you, when we had that ten day deal, and I looked That's at her. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, for the living listener who hadn't heard this, I said, where are you going to go today, honey? You want to go walk in the park? She said, I'm going wherever you're not. I'm going wherever you aren't. And she meant it. You should have uh, had Bino come up and stay with you for 10 days, and she could have went down and stayed with Sheena. That probably worked out better. No question. Right, Bino? Uh, I'd, I'd say that Sheena would have probably been in for that at about day seven or eight. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I think some of these basketball fans need to get a little taste of NIT and no tournament action that we've had all these years. I mean, I don't know, Freddie. I don't understand it. I know I it's mean, frustrating. Really? I know it's frustrating. I get it. You get it. Come on now. I mean, people don't understand the history <sighs> of Tennessee basketball. Oh, my gosh. You know, you were talking about the guy at Arkansas. He's been to more final eights than we've ever had. And he sucks. Yeah. Yes. He sucks. So, yeah. But anyway, I don't know. He actually doesn't suck. He's actually a pretty good coach. His team this yeah, year is terrible. His team this year is terrible. Just think, he's been there, what, five years? He's been to two final eights. Two, two elite eights. Yeah, two elite eights, eights right. He, he's, yeah. he's, he's doubled our record in our history. By the way, Rick yeah. Barnes has more um, – more NCAA tournament wins than we do. Yeah. It's hard to believe with our, you know, we do have a passionate fan base, and the, we've had a lot of great players. And I don't know. You know what's gross about our fan base and the way we love it, the way we love college hoops, is that Florida cut the nets down 
those times, and they've been to several Final Fours, two other Final Fours on top of that. Four Final Fours in, like, the last 30 years. That is utterly disgusting, okay? Silly with a swimming pool in uh, Exactly. And you can, like, uh, well, like people tell me you can smell the chlorine in there. You're right, Bino. Playing in Oak Creek Civic Center, the Final Four. Yes. And Auburn and South Carolina have been to Final Fours. That's another disgusting thing to me. Georgia. Georgia. With Georgia. Zero tradition prior to going. Yeah. Uh, hey, did, did they win it all, Florida, when uh, Bruce Pearl sweat, sweated through his suit? Yes. Yep. Yes. They went back-to-back. Yeah. They went one and three against Bruce Pearl's teams, by the way. Yo, King, and the one win was when Austin didn't play. That was... Uh, Dane Pratchett was our power forward. That was some great times, wasn't it, Tony? Oh yeah, are you kidding? Bradshaw got all Bradshaw got on that all top fifty poster when they put out the fifty best players of all time. <laughs> those Bruce Pearl years, those early Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl years, will never be forgotten by the living fan. He brought it back to life, man. I'll forever be indebted yeah. to all those guys. Those dudes brought it back to life, like the early Tony Valls years. Yep. Yep. Man. Evan Russell. I'll never oh, forget the great Evan Russell. I'll never forget that Vanderbilt game. Three home runs. <laughs> Lindsey Legends. You are coming back with us, Tony B? Oh, yeah. He'll be back. That deal like is signed, you. brother. That deal is signed. You get. I tell you what, Tony. You get some salt-of-the-earth people on here. Evan Russell. I, I tell you a guy I really love is... Uh, Chrissy Boy Burke. Oh, my gosh. You would love him he, if you he, met him. He's salt of the earth. Dude, you would love him if you met him. Let me tell you something about Chris Burke. Yeah. There's not a guy alive that loves his family, loves the University of Tennessee, loves everybody involved like that dude. And, and yeah. you know, the, the like Matt Dixon told me, so one of the great things about being associated here is he's gotten to know people like Chris Burke. And sometimes when you get to know people that you sort of idolize growing up it could be a bad thing and sometimes it can be an absolute blessing and chris burke is a blessing to many a blessing yeah he's uh he's great on the broadcast too he's yep. really good now he will take some cheap shots at me from time to time which is you know whatever yeah he, he wants i to like eat. him even more for that well me. he wants to comport himself that way i mean that's <laughs> fine but, Bino, Bino, and I, Bino and I encourage that. Well, you do. You're you're yeah. the guy that cheap shot of Ray Mears back in the day. So. Oh, that's a made up story. That's not a made up story. It is, Tony. You're the one that said you didn't like John Ward. John Ward? I never said that. You're yeah. out of here. Don't spread slander on here. You cl- you want to get the button put on you? Say slanderous things like that toward me, you clown. Let's go back to our TLD Logistics phone lines and get our next guest in. Hello and welcome. You're on the air. How you doing, Tony? Wow, there he is. Back again. Hello, Bino. <laughs> Why are you mocking Bino, dude? What has happened to uh, this guy? What is what has happened I, I to Billy? I, I don't I don't know. I just love having fun with Bino. Aw. You're forgetting to say hello to somebody. Oh, yeah. Hello, Brian. Well, that sounded forced. Hello, everyone's good Christian friend, Titans Bill. Welcome back. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I'll tell you, Tony, come on. I'm just going to be honest with you. Are we really good enough to make it to the final four? From my perspective, I don't think so. But I will say this. We we better be ready for Texas A&M tomorrow. There ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Hey, Bino, that game's going to go off. That game's going to be introduced at 10 points in the market in the morning. Where is Bino Jeff Henderson going there? It's probably introduced already. Where are you going, Bino? I think the Aggies are showing up in the wrong place at the wrong time. They're going to do the J-O-B in the middle of the squared circle, Billy. If you smell la 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 what I'm talking. If I was if I was Rick Barnes, I would just say this. Let's go out there, be smart, yep. be aggressive, and tear their kingdom down. It's a great game plan. When you start talking about taking somebody's kingdom, because that puts it in plain English, what you expect from your kids. Hey, Bill? I'm going to tell you something. Yes. I'm, you and I have not talked for a couple little while. The last time you were on here, you unfortunately got thrown off the air rather quickly like our last caller just did uh-huh. um, for con- conduct detrimental to a caller. But I will say uh-huh. I will say this. Your Titans are putting together a great coaching staff, another wonderful addition down there. I'm calling this a super staff they're putting together, Bill. Buddy, they are. They are, Tony. They definitely are. I mean, I mean, Brian Callahan, buddy. He means business. Oh. He's like I would compare him to a Turner Howard. You tell him you mean business, and he means business. This guy's got no sense. Um, anything else for us, Billy? Incredible phone call by you. Okay. Uh. Bino, I have something I want to say to you. When I told this to Tony when we had our little private fireside chat. He called me to apologize to me today, Bino, which I told him. I don't even know what you're talking about. But go ahead. What do you got to say to Bino? Bino, my nephew Jesse interviewed the great, the exciting, and the sensational Dolly Parton. You gotta be kidding me! That's that's wonderful. I mean, buddy, if you get you interview a superstar like Dolly Parton, you have reached the next level, big time. Yes, you have. You're on the way. His nephew Jesse Bino. I'm just gonna say this to you and to anybody listening: is a young man that presents himself very well. There have been a lot of people that have gone on to a lot of tremendous success from the University of Tennessee's broadcasting department, and that young man is going to be one of them. I'm going to predict right now that Jesse Farley is going to be an international superstar before it's over. Very good. I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you what my sister Sa- Sandy would appreciate you saying well, that. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that your sister Sandy is going to see that kid's name in lights. That's a good-looking young man. Uh-huh. She is going to see that young man's name and lights one day. And I told, you know, my brother-in-law, Rod, the next thing you know, when Jesse comes over Rod and visits Lynch. us, he'll probably be driving either a Lexus or a Mercedes Benz. That's exactly right. He keeps interviewing people like her. 
What do you say about Dolly Parton? How was she toward him? I think she was very nice toward him. What is your next interview for him that you would love him to have, Bill? Have you thought about it? Like a big star? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. If, you know, it's like what I told you when we had our little private fireside chat. I would like to see him interview Shirley Jones. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> well, Bill, it's been great talking to you. Enjoy your weekend. You know who Shirley Jones Man, is? What in the world? <laughs> doing? Is there, I think there is a full moon, isn't there? There's a full moon these days. Let's get our next call in. TLD Logistics phone line. You're on the air. Hi. Tony, how you doing, buddy? Ben from Kingsport. Hey, Ben in Kingsport. Always great to hear your voice, brother. Yeah, I, I don't get to call in too often. I feel like when I do, though, it's always um, doing the same thing. I wanted to touch on the mm-hmm. uh, Josiah Vescovi sure. debate. And, uh, you know, if, if you go back and watch that Carolina game, um, even though Connect had a great game, at the beginning, he struggled, and it was Josiah who kind of did his part to keep us in that game. Yep. And when he, at the beginning of the game, when you know he's so big, he has a good skill set handling the basketball, and that mid-range jumper he has is automatic. Mm-hmm. And when he, he can get to his spot on the court that he feels comfortable whenever he wants to, and it doesn't matter who guards him, and when he sees that ball go through the hole two or three times from 13 to 15 feet out, then that three ball starts going. And he just he, – he can. He can take over a game. I feel like he needs to be the Pippin to Dalton Connect. And if he does that, we go to the Final Four. Um, if he doesn't, you know, we're uh, you know this very well easily could be a Sweet 16 team. Because Connect can't do it all, and you, we talk about Ganey, and we talk about Adu, and Vescovi, and all those guys are great, but, you know, this is the show of record. And mm-hmm. so, if I have anything to say to Josiah, it is, is that you didn't come back to the walk-on to average five points a game. Go out there and ball out. Well, I, my son bumped into him not too long ago in the old study, and Josiah looked at him and said, your father's the real one. That was how uh, Josiah, when Anthony introduced himself to him, he said, well, your dad's the real one. And and I will say to you that you've got a, to me, you've got a wonderful point. When you say, if I could take Josiah James somewhere, I'd walk him right to the edge of the water like that scene in The Lion King. And I'd say, young man, why are you settling for being that when this is truly who you are? Yeah. You know? He, he just needs he just needs to be aggressive offensively. I mean, yes. obviously there's there's a there's a time and a place. You know, Dalton this entire season we've never watched a basketball game mm-hmm. that Dalton Connect is not the best offensive player on the floor. It's Ridiculous. just there's no offense but about it. Yes. But Josiah Jordan James has that potential and we've seen him do it. We saw him do it at Kentucky, we yep. saw him do it at Carolina. Yep. And then he gets in these games and he just it's like if it's not a three ball, you know, or if he shoots, if his first shot is a three and it misses, it's like he, he's just not he's not looking for a shot. But when he puts the ball on the ground 
gets to that 15-footer, does that turnaround jump shot, stops on the dime, and just pulls up and shoots that little 15-footer. In my mind, the idea that him and Vescovy need to average 20, you know, together, mm-hmm. you know, 10 apiece, mm-hmm. um, in my mind, if, if Josiah Jordan James, and there's no reason that he can't, that he, he, I mean, it is very easy for him to put, he could give you 15 a night. If he gives you between 13 and 16 points a night, this team can go to the Final Four easily because that just makes it easier for Dalton Connect, which makes it easier for Adu. Vescovy's going to get more three shots. Vescovy does not need to dribble the ball. He cannot dribble with his right hand, and he dribbles with his head down and goes directly to the middle of the court every time and runs right into a double team and then picks the ball up and is just looking for someone to bail him out. He needs to be in the corner and on the wing, and when the defense collapses on Don't Connect, Josiah Jordan-James, he's kicking it out and let it fly, buddy. I mean, it's it's, it's for me, that's, that's just how I see it. But, yeah, I, I just think Josiah – is a tremendous athlete, and I just don't understand why he's not being aggressive offensively. Bino, explain that to me. And people say, well, he plays hard on offense or defense, and, and that is true, but he certainly has the ability to be our J.P. Prince the year we went to the Elite Eight. He has yeah, that you, ability. He could carry them if he wanted to. You took the words right out of my mouth, Tony. I we need for either Vescovy or Triple J to become our J.P. Prince or yep. our Josh Richardson, yep. the guy that you get in the tournament, and you say, man, oh, man, where have you been? But this has just been Triple J's M.O. the entire time he's been here. Yep. He, he comes and he goes. So weird. So weird. It is very strange. Tony, on the way out, um, you and I have a mutual friend, and uh, – Adam Buckles. Oh, he's the uh, best, dude. That guy right there. That, that is an absolute that is an absolute great man. He is a character. He's a clown. I love him, but he is a clown. And he, he is a punk and a clown. He uh he he has a um uh I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. A love for W. Lynn the same way you do about Tony Balls, believe it or not. Oh, Adam Buckles has a crush on W. Lynn. Loves him. And so W. Lynn, at the next watch party, I'm going to drag Adam out of Stony Creek. Yes. And I'm bringing him up to the watch party. And we just need to take a picture of the two of you so he can put it on his nightstand next to his Bible. Okay? So W. Lynn, please. Flag, coonskin hat, the Confederacy. We need it all, buddy. All right. So, Tony, God bless you, man. Thank uh, you, brother. See that right there out of Johnson City? Dub your Lynn, you need to answer the clarion call at our next listener watch party. Announcement forthcoming. Hello and welcome into our next call live on the air. Hey, Shepardo. What's up, Shepardo? <clears throat> Wings. Man, uh, what do you uh, what do you think about Polish's phone call, Tony? I mean, I don't know what to think anymore. I really don't know anymore. To quote the great Christmas, but that Cross. was kind of a. Do you think that was a valid point he had about uh, Tennessee fans comparing Rick Barnes to Coach K? No. No. 
Who would compare Rick Barnes to Mike Shashevsky, who lives? I bet there's some crazy. Who lived in the final four? No way, man! No way, Bino. Have you ever heard anybody juxtapose those two guys? I I have not, or John Wooden. Even in your circle of sheep, like uh, the Friar Boys. Have you ever heard the Friar Boys compare those two? And he's a sheep. No, the Friar Boys. Yeah, the Friar Boy. You met him, Joshy Boy. You sat next to one of the Friar Boys the oh, other night at Corner Sixteen. Who? Oh, Bino. Yeah, yeah Bino and the Friar. But you think the Friar and those guys are sheep? They're not even yeah, comparing them, right? Yeah. Did Bino that guy look like a sheep to you? Did that guy look like a sheep to you, Joshy Boy? Uh no. Uh, Bino is though. No doubt about it. Bino about ran yeah. me over that night. <laughs> yeah, Bino, you almost put Tony in the hospital. I know. He 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 tried uh, to he tried to run me down with his car. We Bino, we need to get your eyesight checked uh, in. Yep. You need to retake your driving test. Might be take the inter- time to intervene and take his keys from him after seeing his act that night. Yeah, Bino, you didn't have any cold ones, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <They're right. laughs> boy. So, uh, senior moment. Senior moment. Yeah, I forgive you, Bino. Hey, it's always a, it's always a good sign when we get inside and and Bino says to me, "I didn't run you over, did I?" And I'm like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> so, uh, Tony, question for you. Yeah. I I think I asked you this the other day. I don't know if I didn't, but would you give this a few months? About a month or two before. If Blake Burke continues to struggle, mm-hmm. would you leave him down at the bottom of the order? Or if you're Tony, would you consider benching him, maybe? Blake Burke is going to hit the pitching that he's facing now. I must one call it what it is. The real test for him is going to be. Can he hit a curveball or change up? When we, well, when we get yeah. to the better pitching. You know, yeah. Am I calling this thing right or no? What do you think? No, I, th- I think that's uh, I-, I think that's what you're going to have to look for, Josh. I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider at this point replacing Burke. No way. Uh, but I also I also wouldn't hit him second anymore. You know, they moved him back. Oh no! Second. Don't don't put him at uh, the seven, top of the order for sure. Days. I'll tell you what. I love Christian Moore being at the top of that order. He's game I for anything. Too. He can yeah. run like the wind. He'll get on base. He'll do anything they want him to do, Mr. Smoothie King, 2024. We got at least two or three players that could possibly be SEC Player of the Year. There is no doubt, and he's one of them. He could vie for national. Yeah. He could vie for a national oh, yeah. award and be an All-American. He's going to be. He's going to have a great year, I do believe. Hey, Tony, do you care if I – I know it's uh, already through like a long time ago, but you care if I touch on uh, this Chase Burns subject? No, hit it, because Bino wants to get into it, too, so hit it. Yeah, so uh, Tony moved Chase to reliever during that Bandy series, right? Yep. And he got word that uh, it was only going to be for, like, maybe a month or so. Then he said, we're going to move you back to starting role as a pitcher, but Mm -hmm. he never got that opportunity to become a starting pitcher again. He was the reliever for the whole season and the NCAA tournament. So I think 
Chase was guaranteed something, which never happened. So his villains kind of got hurt, and I think he took took it personal and got pissed off. Now, where did you get that side of that story? Uh, I have my sources. Bino, if that occurred, does uh, if that occurred, does Chase Burns have a right to be upset about what happened last year? If they told him this is temporary, and they made it permanent. The only way, the only way that I put any blame on on Tony or or Frank is if he was told during recruitment that he would always be a starter, or he was told uh, that once he was moved to the bullpen, it was temporary and he was coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that was the case. Tony, uh, I definitely think Tony Valls is going to learn from this, and mm-hmm. they both. Uh, have uh, better opportunities, you know, Burns with Lake Forest now, and I think Tony did the right thing, and they both moved on. So uh, if Tennessee solidifies their third starting role as the pitcher and they can find, like, a guy who's consistent every day and Tennessee, like, hits, like, that clutch factor with hitting, and this team can win the whole thing, guys. You guys have a good day. Thank you. Bino, you wanted to say about Chase Burns, and thank you, Joshy Boy. This team could win it all. Uh, yeah, Joshy Boy brought up part of it, which was I don't really place any blame on Tony or Frank unless what we talked about occurred. But the, the, the main deal here, Tony, is that there's, there's an obvious delineation between college baseball, and minor league baseball. And that's the main goal in college baseball is to win baseball games, and the main goal in the minor leagues is to develop individuals. If if your entire focus is for you to be developed for to play professional baseball and you have the ability to do so, you should go straight in the minor leagues out of high school. If you choose to go to college, then you choose to do whatever is best. You're going to be developed, but you you also choose to do whatever is best for your baseball team. And what was best for this baseball team last year, it, since they made it to Omaha once they did it, was for him to be moved and be the close. I've got a what-if for you. In a huff, in the reason being – he would be in the same position had he have stayed that he's in in Wake Forest. He would be back being a starter. Now, his thought may be, well, they may move me again, you know. I don't blame Chase for what he's done. I, I'm just saying if if your entire focus is for you to be developed, you should go straight into the minor leagues out of high school and forget college. Don't let Chris Burke say that. What if they would have handled it like this and said that uh, next year A.J. Russell or somebody else is going to be our closer, but we're going to move you back to being our number one starter? Brian, once they once they cross that bridge with him and he sees those guys as less than truthful, he's not coming back. And I'm not choosing sides on it. I don't know anything about what happened, but you can just picture that from the – standpoint of a player and look you guys know i'm 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 in the bag for tony valls i'm a sheep for tony valls 
But if you look at it from both sides, you just kind of take your blinders off for half a second like I will. Because I will call it like I say it. Just like you guys are going to call it like you say it. The kid obviously had hurt feelings. Uh, the kid obviously pitched like a madman down the stretch last year. The guy, I said last year on the air, it looked like he was telling uh, Frank and Tony, F you guys, when he was coming off the mound. You could see it in his body language. You could see that. Like, hey, don't come over here and celebrate with me. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And you know what? Whatever. He... He's entitled to feel however he wants to feel. But Bino's right. At the end of the day, Matt Dixon said yesterday on here, Tennessee traded his junior year for a trip to the uh for a trip to Omaha. They made the trade. They probably knew what they were doing, Bino. They probably knew that kid wasn't gonna come back. The the other thing from Tennessee's side of it is you know, you didn't do this to a kid in his last year. Yes. Uh, for the scouts to sing. You did it in his next to last year for the scouts to sing. So I don't believe, I do not believe that they hurt his draft status in any way by doing that. Because now he goes right back to being a starter. Yep. I'm glad Chase Burns didn't choose to go directly to the minor leagues because I enjoyed watching him pitch for a couple of years. I'm glad I got the opportunity to see that. He's a special. And I don't think there's any way Tennessee finds a starter at his level. But I do believe that uh, that they will, uh, they'll find a third starter that will be that will be very capable. He's been a Jeff Henderson. He's Brian Hartman. I'm Tony Basilio. This is our show. This is your dime and your dance floor, and the action continues right after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. 
Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs, and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. 
In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. It's February and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you're in the Tommy Bowl tomorrow night, and 21,000 are going to be. And 50,000 more are going to say they were there. Maybe a couple hundred thousand before it's over. I predict Tennessee gets started on them early and often, and I say they rip the top off those dudes tomorrow. They're going to make a straight-out example of them. Do you understand? Can you believe that they have not won a game, Bino, since they played us? In fact, they have not even come close to winning a game. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> now that 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 is strange. Uh, the way they played against us that night. Do you believe, Bino, that Rick Barnes will have mercy on them tomorrow if we get up on them? I, I do not. No. I'm going to call that a wrong place at the wrong time game for those guys tomorrow night. I want to beat their eyes shut. I don't know why <laughs> that game offended me the way that it did, but it it it, it offended me. So is we that will, a, uh, is that a good bet to lay some money on? Hell yeah! Points? Are you kidding? I think I'm going. I think I'm going to do that. I go all in on that, dude. If I if I'm if I'm feeling froggy tomorrow. Unless unless you get up tomorrow and you see on Twitter and I tell you there's a flu outbreak on Tennessee's team, absent of that, that game urinated all of them. There are support people that almost got into skirmishes at that game with fans. I'm telling you, this thing will be personal tomorrow night. And when Rick Barnes comes out on the radio and says what he said, and then Olin Buchanan, who is guest, he is in the Hall of, he's like a once-a-week guest on here from now on. I love that guy. He is hilarious. When he said yesterday what Barnes, going back, that's not the first time Barnes has ever ripped their, uh, ripped their fan base and their students after a game. He, I'm telling you, Barnes of Mania is going to be running wild tomorrow night in that stadium. 
Get your number one thumb finger out for that one. Somebody is going to get their wig split. Marky boy Henry. We'll be on with Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime as soon as that one goes final. Tclub.teams where you find it. Also, at Tony Basilio on Twitter. Basilio Show, Twitch, and Fakebook Live. And soon to be, um, I guess there's one other place we're, we're putting it. But at any rate. For the radio listener, I want to say to you, I want you to have a blessed, safe, and wonderful weekend. We'll be out playing music with Fountain City Ramblers tonight, uh, 9 to mid if you're in the area, down in the old city. In the meantime, much love, love, love to you and yours, yours, yours. Peace. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.